This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Behind the Ropes, where we take you behind the scenes of some of your favorite reality shows. I'm Blake Corson, and I know firsthand how a bad edit can turn you into someone you don't even recognize. Don't be fooled by the glitz and glam of reality television. It's not all sunshine and roses. My buddy Eric and I are setting out to humanize the villains and check in with cast members from your favorite TV shows, giving them a chance to set the record straight. We also recap recent episodes of popular shows and speak to the ever-evolving pulse of the DJ industry, which is a huge passion of mine. So come behind the rose and get your mug ready because we put the T in reality TV. Before we get to our very, 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 very special guest, uh, let's catch up, man. Let's catch Exclusive up on interview. Exclusive yes. interview. Um, let's catch up. I feel like Oh, well, first of all, lots happened in our long week. In our life, uh, it's been a wild couple of weeks. You would think Darby. we won. You would think yeah. we won the fucking Stanley Cup this week. <laughs> yeah, no shit, you really would. But um, first of all, we want to apologize for not having an episode last week. Obviously, we had a lot, a lot, a lot. Life of- happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And we we tried to make time, but we just we just couldn't find time to do it. But we still do want to break down Gabby and Rachel's men moving forward so we'll do that at some point before the before the season airs or maybe the night the season airs um but yeah so uh let's get into it dude i mean first things first we went to we were in new york for rowdy uh we talked about that yet oh we did did. yeah yeah uh i guess we could start with the game five friday night the avalanche pre-party then they let us down oh yeah uh i'm able to play the NHL official pre-party to about 15, 20,000 people. I don't even know how many it ended up being. Before well, it was the last one they did. Yeah, it was the last one they did. I got a little too rowdy. Um, but yeah, that was such a cool experience. I mean, just to be able to get that crowd. Speaking of which, rowdy energy drink. Yeah, shout out to rowdy. Um, but being able to get that crowd going and hyped for the game, going into game five, which I honestly, we all thought we were going to win. We didn't think there was any fucking way we were going to lose that. Um, and then going to the actual game itself. I uh, was a bit of a, you know, depressed after that, a bit of a letdown. But then, damn, Denver, y'all just showed out anyway for my high spirits that night. It was fucking insane. You thought we won. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, it was fucking – the line was, like, three blocks long to get in. It was just – it was bonkers. I think everybody was like, fuck it, we're drinking anyway. Win or lose, we're drinking, you know? So, shout out to everybody that still came out to my high, even after the L. Um, that was a really fun night. Really, 
really fun night. Yeah, uh, after after going from such high high to lowest lows, back to a high. Yeah, like a that was emotional. I was emotionally drained. Yeah, like thank goodness we changed the flight Saturday to the late night flight to Nashville. That was the smartest thing we've ever done. Ever done? Because yeah, we and then that started <laughs> a fucking gauntlet of a three day. Yeah, rager. Uh, we both first time ever pits of a NASCAR race. Awesome. Shout out to Hallie, Rowdy yeah, Energy, Rowdy Energy, Kyle Bush, Samantha, and Kyle. Like such a cool experience. Something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. You know, it's just not something you get to do very often. You know what I mean? Um, and not many people get to do. So being in the pit, seeing those cars, seeing how intense those pit crews are, uh, just such a cool experience. It was incredible watching the pit crew like jump over walls, running laps, like getting like how they're Stretching. they're warm up, like yeah, yeah, doing like plyometrics, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool, and you're just seeing like there's so much that goes behind a NASCAR race, as far as you know, like the sponsors, and then like all the like put it this way: the green room of that Nashville NASCAR race was a country music fans dream yeah i'm walking down pit lane yeah i'm walking down stars is insane i'm walking down pit lane i run into one of my oldest buddies in the world shay from dan and shay yeah and it's like you got kane brown chase rice uh i mean everyone is there it was insane it was like more artists there than cmas like it was just it was it was pretty much cma fast yeah it really was it was great all in one spot like all in one room all in one tent yeah. yeah, all in one tent. So really cool. Um, if you get a chance to go to NASCAR race, honestly, I mean, obviously there's some really cool NASCAR races out there, but this one has more than just the racing. Like Michael fucking Jordan was there. Michael, yeah, we're right next to Michael Jordan. <laughs> right next to Michael Jordan. It was crazy. It was just. It was I forgot really he cool. he owns a team. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, just a really cool experience. Um, so if you get a chance to go to NASCAR, first of all, it's loud as fuck. Mm-hmm. Green bring uh some kind of ear plugs or something because it's so loud it's also cold so wear a hoodie <laughs> i actually yeah. that was like the first time i'd ever like kind of like i had a little like where, where it rolls up on the sleeves and the, the like around your wrist i had a little sweat through it yeah it was, was the first time i ever kind of sweated through a hoodie i was like it was well down okay. there with the humidity on the asphalt with those cars revving and going like it was probably 130 on that in that uh, yeah yeah it was between 120 and 130 degrees on that track like it was dangerously hot dangerously <laughs> was, hot best so thing we did was get water out of the test yeah god it was the best water water bowl ever had yeah um so yeah just appropriately we'll just say that just appropriately um and, and then, our guy and our guy Kyle went from last place to ended up in second second like 38 crazy. second place He's the best driver at NASCAR right now. I mean, it's just incredible. He's such a good driver, incredible driver. Um, but then we were planning on just chilling in Nashville, kind of, you know, slept in. We were going to, you know, just kind of like hang out in Nashville, maybe go to well, a nice Sunday. Dinner. Yeah, Sunday. Well, we watched the game. Oh, that's right. Sunday. The same day. We, after, after the race, yeah. we go watch the yeah. game. They win the Stanley Cup. We you, go hard. Well, we, yeah. Like, we we just won again. <laughs> yeah. This is where it all starts. Yeah, we uh, we went very hard. Would you say that? I thought I had won the Stanley Cup. I was yeah. I was fucking very very drunk on Broadway, singing "We Are the Champions." Just fucking paying a hundred dollars for these. I paid a hundred and thirty or hundred and forty bucks for them to play "We Are the Champions." Like, and we will rock you. Time. Yeah, yeah, we will <laughs> rock you. Like, just having a fantastic time on Broadway. Got way too drunk, way too much. And I stayed Oval out. Was there? 
Yeah, you stayed out till four. Me and G went home about one. I can say that now. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's how weird is that? You and G went home early. Um, and then I, I I fall asleep, uh, wake up to a text at like two o'clock in Nashville. Can you boys get here by 10, 1030? For what? Uh, well, the boys are coming in with the cup at Mile High Spirits to, to celebrate private player party. They they rented out the whole spot. I, it's like, look at a flight. I'm, Blake, we got to meet in the lobby in 30 minutes, dude. We get Yeah, he texted me and I was like, thought he was fucking around. I was like, no, bro, I'm not. I'm no, that's funny, but haha, no. And then he's like, but it's the cup. And I'm still like, no, he said the avalanche, you know, victory party. And I'm like thinking it's going to be like fans. And I'm still like, no fucking way, dude. I'm so exhausted. Like I'm so hungover. No way. And then he's like, the cup's going to be there. And I'm like, fuck, I have got and to I, go. Got I to was, go. I was lucky enough to do this with the Broncos back in 2015. And I told you, I was like, dude, you will regret this if you do not do this. Five minutes of us walking in, 30 minutes of us landing, we're drinking out of the fucking Stanley Cup. Like, Stanley again, Cup. like, we just won the shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grab it. I hoist it above my head. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like we, we literally fit. It was such a cool... Like I, you know, I don't know if people don't know this about me, but like I played hockey for six years growing up. Like I played with Patrick Waz, son, with Mark Crawford's son on a team, like travel team. Like I was all, I wanted to play in the NHL. Stand, I had a wooden Stanley Cup in my backyard that I used to walk around with acting like I won the Stanley Cup. So this moment was just incredible. It was just such a surreal moment. And if you're fans of the NHL, this, and well, sports in general, this is the hardest trophy to win, in my opinion. And most and it's the greatest. It's yeah. the most beautiful trophy. It's the hardest, the most beautiful, the most storied, the most traditioned. You know what I mean? It's just so many cool things around that that's, that um, trophy. So to be able to see it, uh, hold it, drink from it, see the players, what the, what it meant to them. It was a really, really cool night and night I will, I will never forget, for sure. Yeah, same. I mean, I, yeah. that might have outdone my Super Bowl experience. Yeah, just the was, night of, the, right, of right, that, yeah. but... We'll see what happens in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we uh but then you know, Waka Flocka walks in the room. I was just gonna say that. So yeah. it was like kind of like a brunch style. Like everybody was kind of like mingling and drinking and having fun but not talking. And I was just kind of playing music here and there. And then Waka Flocka walks in. And obviously, if you don't know Waka Flocka, he's like six nine, like he's a giant human being, he's hard to miss. And he was out serving tacos, you know, he kind of like having fun, and then he comes up in the booth. And suddenly everybody there has migrated to right, you know, hundreds of people have migrated right in front of my booth. And, and I like 75 migrated onto the stage. Yeah, And then the whole entire Colorado Avalanche team is in the booth with me. Um, and I play some Waka and he's on the mic. Like it was just a very cool moment of me like playing Waka. He's fucking rapping and like, you know, jacking, you know, getting the crowd all jacked up and playing. We are the champions and having the entire Colorado Avalanche team behind me singing it bumping into me pushing buttons hitting the scratch you know i'm standing in front of the so, table it almost fell over twice yeah like, yeah, yeah. yeah i think champagne everywhere like i, yeah, I think jt confers still staring at the dj controller at mile high today fucking buttons i was like jt Dude, god damn it you kicked out the goalie darcy kemper which was hilarious because i'm talking with him as he walks around he's like he i was like darcy let's go he's like he just kicked me out <laughs> He pushed, he started over one of my fucking songs right before the beat was or the it was about to drop. <laughs> I was like, damn it, I'll get out of the booth. Somehow I have that picture of you yelling, like giving him this look, and he's just looking so defeated. Like he just got in trouble in second grade. Yeah, I swear people don't think that I'm DJing. People think it's a playlist. I'm like, no, you touch things, it'll fuck everything up. Like 
man. I think JT restarted a song like four times. So many times, bro. So many times. <laughs> and he kept scratching. And I was like, damn it, bro. Like, yeah. right before the beat's about to drop, it's like, and he goes, I'm like, God damn it. Him and Logan O'Connor did not leave your side all night. No, no. But I was basically at this point, I was like, your party, I don't give a fuck. You're at world champs. You can do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, we're here for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm here for you. If you, you want did to this for the whole city. For 20 minutes. Yeah. I was like, you do you. So really cool to hang out with the boys and see how happy it made them and everything. And that's was- not where it ended. Two <laughs> hours later, we're on a flight back to Nashville. <laughs> we're literally in Denver for five hours. Head back to Denver. Or sorry, head back to Nashville um and have an amazing event with pandora ashley home furniture and i opened up for cole swindell just a really cool opportunity obviously you know cole a while i've met cole a couple times and just an awesome guy and he just loves performing for crowds like that you know it's like maybe a thousand people but it was like awesome like he he enjoyed it so much and shout out to pandora and ashley it was such a cool night yeah and like you said like that was really kind of a full circle moment for me because he was one of the first guys who I had met in country music, but at the time he was Luke Bryan's merch guy. He hadn't, he wasn't even an artist or a performer yet. He was writing, he was a writer and selling t-shirts for Luke Bryan. Yeah. And like to have that moment, like, you know, you opening for him, like sharing the stage with him was like, that was awesome for me. Yeah. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah. So Shout out to Cole. You know, he's amazing. And I think, you know, hopefully we're going to be able to do a couple more things with Pandora and, and Ashley. Um, but yeah, all, all a really fun night. It was a really fun night. One big thing did happen in Bachelor Nation. Let's touch on it real oh, quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Katie and John breaking up. Um, yeah. It's, I, listen, I did not see this coming at all. Like this was, this was maybe one of the first blind sides of Bachelor Nation that I've, I've really seen. I still don't understand the breakup. Yeah, like I, I haven't, I haven't reached out to either of them. I want to give them their either. space and you know respect it. But it seems like they're hanging out and still very cordial. Which I know, yeah. yeah. So I guess she's going on like a, a trip to like Mexico here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems like they're they're going to maintain because they were friends first. They were very tight prior to dating, so it, it's really good to see if they can maintain that. Hopefully, because they're both really good people. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I agree. Like, I this was something I didn't see coming. Like, I kind of, you know, felt like Michelle and Nate, you kind of saw it coming. You kind of see them coming. But this seemed out of the blue. And, yeah, I feel for them both. You know, I think it is even harder to break up with somebody when you're friends first because you don't want to lose them as a friend. And it seems mm-hmm. like they're going to try and remain friends. They haven't spoken. I respect their privacy. And I don't want to, you know, speculate anything. Um, but they seem like they're hurting but they they they're trying to put their right friendship first at least yeah. um so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens before that's a very hard thing to do to hang out with your ex right away well Maybe it seems like now, they right announced away. they announced the breakup and then we're at an amusement park together the pretty next amazing. day like yeah so it's pretty crazy but i but more mm-hmm. power to them. if they're yeah. able to navigate that awesome you know what i mean i'm not gonna judge them whatever so i hope they're able to navigate it, to be honest because yeah wow. I, I mean I, yeah so Hopefully they see. beat the odds of that one. Yeah, they are. yeah that'd, be, that'd be a more impressive feat than actually ending up with somebody from Bachelor Nation, right? Yeah. Dating and staying friends in Bachelor Nation. That's a bigger feat than, yeah, fucking getting engaged. So All, yeah. every Bachelor Nation couple is breaking up. Is there any couple together good. other than Marty, Bachelor people, Bachelor Marty, Kenny, and Joe? And oh, you're talking the leads? Or no, I'm just saying just in general, just like well, paradise is still. I mean, you still got a lot of people. There's still four, yeah. four 
just from the last pair. Yeah, just Joe and Serena and uh, Kenny and Mari, right? No, Abigail, Joe, Serena, Kenny. Oh, that's right, Abigail. Becca, Noah, Thomas, that's right. Becca, Becca Thomas, Thomas. Uh, Chris and Elena, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So there's like five stuff from this last season of Paradise. That's, yeah. We'll they get just into need to stop doing Paradise, individual guys. shows. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into this Paradise, guys, when we get there. But let's just say we've heard a lot. And oh, yeah, buddy. it's going to be really interesting. It's that's an under season. Do want to say, give a shout out to Eddie. This is his yep. last podcast with us. Um, we kind of mentioned earlier that he's kind of moving on. So this is the last one with Eddie. We appreciate you, Eddie. Thanks for everything you've done for us in the pod. Couldn't have done it without you, that's for sure. So Very sad that we wouldn't even have the podcast if it wasn't for Eddie. It's all his no. idea yeah. to begin with. Yeah, He just doesn't want to work with us anymore. <laughs> Would you? <laughs> if you no, weren't you, if you weren't you, would you want to work with you? Some some days. <laughs> all of us just have insane schedules. It's just yeah, too much on our plates. But we're gonna we're we're not giving up yet, guys. We're gonna keep at it. We got some fun things planned for this year. But shout out to Eddie for everything. I mean, uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, I love you, Eddie. If you I don't know, you yeah. have any departing words for for the fans that are here for you? Mm, well, <laughs> slide Nettie's DMs. That's the time, buddy. Throw it out there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you gotta get a fish it while you got it. And this will be a big one too with Gion and everything. We'll have her two million listening. Yeah, listen, normally I look better than this. I have COVID right now. So oh shit. You can't even see you. But yeah, right. that's a that's a real bummer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look just the same, buddy. Oh no. <laughs> wait. <laughs> cool. Well, let's get into this awesome episode, guys. We have very, very special guests. Giannina, my girlfriend, Giannina. We may have the most special guest we've had on the pod yet in two years almost. My girlfriend, Giannina. The biggest, the biggest <laughs> secret in six and a half months. The worst kept secret, the right? Worst, the worst kept thing. secret. I didn't even try. Well, I did a little bit. So what's been going on with you guys? (laughs) A lot in the last six months. Everything. I haven't seen you since yesterday. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it was like, it was as far as like keeping it a secret, like it was, it's, it was hard to like, not really have each, you know, like not be able to like, we just had to be so careful. So, like I put my shoe in a video, like blocking your face. I had like, Great. yeah, I would have to like, sometimes I'd have to delete things because she's in the background or whatever it is. Just, um, you know, obviously we couldn't really come out before the show aired or anything. Um, Cause we're always together. Like we always do everything together. We go to the gym together. We everything. travel together. So it's like almost impossible to not show him in my life. Even if I had to zoom in like a thousand times just yeah. to be like, all right. You know, I feel like I've been the biggest kept secret in your relationship because <laughs> I'm with you guys everywhere too. Yeah, yeah, you did good. You're, you're great. I'm I did great. awesome. <laughs> I did that. Like, and then, what's that? You have oh, some funny pictures, pictures of us and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I want those, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> towards, towards the uh, towards the end, though, it was like just started like kind of not caring. There was a little more of Blake's face being revealed in every mm-hmm. post. I was like getting closer. I like showed half his eye or like <laughs> yeah. his lips. I was like, just claiming my territory. <laughs> and once the capsules dropped for the show, I think people started to kind of put it together. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. first, a lot of people didn't know. Like, we're like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, when did this meet? Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, so that was, it wasn't easy. But at the same time, I think it was 
good. Great. Because I we were that. able to live, I mean, I wouldn't say normal, quote unquote, but like I think we were able to keep the pub, we were able to keep the public out of relationship for a very long time. Well, what I liked about it was that people were like, hey, I respect your privacy and I know that you're keeping it secret, you know, for you, but I'm just letting you know, I'm super happy for you. So like it kind of forced people to recognize that boundary. And I really liked that because we were in our bubble and then people respected that bubble. So I highly recommend. Yeah. <laughs> now the bubble is burst. So we yeah. shall see how, how fucking, you know, people get and stuff. Yeah. Like Cause being around you guys and traveling with both y'all, like even when people would come up, they like ask for pictures together. You guys are like, no, we have to take them separately. Yeah. We can't be yeah. together in pictures. Outside of that, what was like the hardest part of keeping this as low as you could, flying as low as it could under the radar? Uh, I think the hard. Go ahead. Honestly, it's just like supporting you. Mm. And whenever I go to his shows, and it's just, I'm so proud and I'm so like, I love it in the first place. I love to go out and party and like listen to these, this great music. But just the fact that my boyfriend is like being this entertainer and showing people such a great time. I want to show that so bad. Um, and then when I, when I showed you, when we were like with my family and when we do like fun, silly things, but honestly, the hardest thing has just been like not showing all the fun things that we do together. It's actually a great point. Like when I'm like proud of her or, you know, she drops like an awesome, clothing line that she has like yeah like that would be something i would post about and i'd be excited about and i wasn't really able to do that you know um so that's actually yeah i mean i would have to agree with that actually like just not being able to support each other you know all what is something that is big in our life which is you know social media and stuff like that so it was it was hard to like like our careers you know our yeah. lifestyle yeah exactly so not bad it's a good answer for yeah. sure so all right so should we get into all-star shore talk all-star shore where it all began <laughs> so obviously yeah with the premiere being this week first two episodes dropped congratulations i had the pleasure of watching it with you guys this week and that was fun and awkward at times <laughs> yeah <laughs> was at times for sure. um so what was what was the casting process like for both of you guys how how did you guys both get approached to do this because you guys aren't a part of the jersey shore or like viacom paramount plus like family yeah so honestly it's like everything else in my life i feel like it manifested it i was in Colombia and i was just like already doing all this like adventurous type stuff and then one day I got a call and it was like, hey, and I couldn't hear anything. It, the call was like, uh, uh, uh. and it was saying my, my team was telling me, hey, you know, there's a, a chance for you to go out to the Canary Islands and, you know, do a challenge show. And I literally heard Canary Islands challenge show uh, the, uh, the uh, and then other details. And I was like, sign me up done and I didn't even know like when I was leaving what was happening turns out it was like in less than a month right after Thanksgiving like all this stuff and yeah I was supposed to live in Europe at the time mm-hmm. and I didn't and so when they're like you got to go to Spain I was like this is perfect I don't even need to hear anything else just yeah. sign me up mine was different I was <laughs> very terrified I didn't say yes right away uh, I, I got a bunch of emails and stuff and you know we get emails and offers for shows a lot uh-huh. um but usually I don't take most of them seriously it's kind of you know I don't know it's just they don't sound good or fun or they don't got a big budget whatever it is and Lori my agent she was she reached out to me she was like hey like this is actually a pretty big show and they got a big budget and you should look into it so yeah. hopped on kind of a phone call and they talked about some details and everything and I was like oh shit, like, like uh, this sounds really fun. Yes. I, lo- 
love the idea of of the stars from all over the world. I love that idea. And honestly, the budget was right. Like, I, you know, it was like, I wasn't going to do this for nothing. Um, So they, they paid, let's just say they paid five times more. So I remember uh, going through that with you, like you talking about it, like kind of going back and forth in your own head. We were yeah. talking and it was like, you know, you threw out a number. They said, yes. You're like, well, shit, you can't go back now. Right. Yeah, like- exactly. I, I remember texting you and I was like, bro, I threw a stupid number out of no way they come back. Cause part of me was like, I don't want to do it. And then they came back. They're like, yeah, we'll yeah. do it. That's why I was like, oh, off fuck. the high, <laughs> if they say yes, then you got to do it. Like yeah, what do you have yeah. to lose at that point. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I was like, I'm going to buy a house. Yeah, I was like, this is, yeah. so I was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, I was very, I was definitely not like, as much as like, yeah, right away. It was, it took me some time to be able to really decide to do it, but glad I did. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Yeah, I know. But now I'm super sad because now it's official and now I'm just like the loner. Like <laughs> we go to Cancun, hopefully in like a month, I'm going to be by myself, just third wheeling. No, I thought you were going to bring something maybe. Possibly. We'll see. <laughs> if so anyone's listening, DMs are open. <laughs> Taking applications. I but uh yeah i remember like when you got that call too it was like how the hell did they find your like white ass for the show i know i like started if i can say that yeah yeah yeah. well totally and it started to get like spoiled people some people i didn't know she was gonna be on but some you know it started to get spoiled who was on there and i was like what the fuck why did they cast me you know i was like this is a nightmare like i'm not gonna like i'm so much different than a lot of these people uh but i think they needed that you know what I mean? I think they were looking for somebody to bring a little structure, to bring like some normalcy to this group of chaos, if you will. Yeah. And that, that was definitely chaos. So speaking of which, like when you guys first walked on that beach, what were your first impressions of this cast? Because there are some oh. big personalities uh-huh. on this you season. Go. Okay. So of the cast as a whole, I was just like, holy shit. Like this is going to be very interesting. There's so many um accents and things that I like cultural barriers that I personally love but I didn't know where I was gonna fit in either because I was starting to hear oh you're from the shore you're from the shore you're from the shore I'm like I'm from a love show like I can speak Spanish but I don't know I can party but damn you guys probably (laughs) take it to another level so it was it was very I was very excited I was a little nervous too um just because again trying to find like your place in there but everyone just seemed like really fun and nice. And then Angelina walked onto the beach and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> she might not be as nice as everyone else. Um, but, here. <laughs> uh, but no, I overall, like I had a really good vibe, but you never know. Cause I didn't know who had like some, you know, maliciousness yeah. to motives. them, ulterior motives. Yeah. I just, I didn't know. So I was a little bit, and you can tell in the first couple episodes, I was a little bit like just observing and like watching the crowd and seeing how everybody was doing. Yeah. So actually I was, at first I was kind of scared and intimidated because like I said, someone had been spoiled. Um, so I knew a few of the people down there and they were like huge personalities and really famous in their countries. And I was just like, Oh God, what am I doing here? But I agree. I think like right away that when we first got down there, the vibes were just awesome. Like yeah. everybody was super friendly, like over the top friendly and Drink the drinks were pouring and it, it was just fun. You know, that first little um, like raft game we did where we ran to the rafts and go like people it was just it was really fun so i was like oh i think you know i think there was a moment where james and bethan were talking and they're like this group of cast is like really yeah, cool. everything's really awesome because that was right away the vibes were really awesome i was like everybody's fun and laid back and the coolest thing to me 
from being on the Bachelor Bachelorette and ABC and everything was mm-hmm. people were just like being themselves. Like there yes. weren't people who were like trying to be perfect or people who no. were like trying to say the right things at the right time. Like it was just everybody was just being themselves and being fun and just just letting loose. And that never happens on Bachelor Bachelorette. So. No, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I can see everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 <laughs> this is way different. I can actually touch these people. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, that was very different. So but, why did you grab the eggplant as your uh, raft? <laughs> That's actually a good question. So I, my That's strategy, not on brand. My strategy kidding. was to find the longest, skinniest uh, raft because I was like, I can just put it between my legs and paddle like a canoe, which I I base technically won. They didn't show this, but I dove across when Johnny did. Johnny won. <laughs> no, I dove across when Johnny did, but he kept running to the top. Oh, okay. So I was like, I don't think we'll ever see Blake admit that he actually takes an L I don't lose at anything. any time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my strategy with the eggplant wrap. And then I popped it halfway through. Yeah, wow. It. it was loud when it popped out. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I had a so, duck. I didn't show my duck. We got really close. so were you guys happy like with your teammates when you first saw them obviously we know you had a bit of a bromance right off the bat like yeah me yeah i don't know the names yet i can't remember all the names but your your partner yeah it was james so yeah right off the bat i was like fuck yes we're the only team i mean that's not your vanji and ricardo had a team and me and james had a team but I mean, male. just, yeah, like one of the first, one of the only two all-male teams. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck yes, like this is awesome. And James seemed really cool uh, and like, you know, big and strong and athletic. So I was like, fuck yeah, like we got this yeah. in the bag. And I know. <laughs> 150K in the bank, baby, yeah. So I was really excited. Yeah, since I've known you a little bit now, G, you're super competitive. And you were, t- I can't remember your partner's name, that's for sure. Kareeme. Kareeme, but she is so... No, I know. Yeah, yeah, but she's all about plastic. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, yeah. Like, she doesn't like exercise. She likes surgery, plastic. Yeah. So, so honestly, you being competitive, what were your thoughts when you were like, uh, were you like, oh, shit, or like, we're going to have some fun? It, yeah, it was definitely both. I was At first, I was like, because she came in last. And I was like, like oh, way yeah. Last. And I was like, we were cheering her on. Yeah. Well, that's because she, well, like, all of her buoyancy yeah. is keeping her afloat yeah. out there. <laughs> We're like, okay, whoever gets her, like, I feel really bad for them. And then it's me. <laughs> but then I got the gold star because we got, you know, the same, the same number or whatever. And anyway, we just had the, I don't want to give too much away, but like, we got lucky as fuck the entire time. So <laughs> she got lucky because I could also translate for her yeah, every true. single time. Like she, she would literally look at me and be like, what are we doing? I'm like, so I would translate for her. So it was like a fate type of thing that we got paired together. As far as like the brawn versus this brawn, I was definitely the heavy. I was the man in the whole <laughs> team. But uh, but no, at the end of the day, I was like, if this was the perfect team for me, even <laughs> though I wish I could have been yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. As far as castmates, like you just talked about some of the first impressions. Who who did you think you were gonna vibe with the most? And like who were you like, oh man, this one might be some trouble? You know. For me, it was actually it was Johnny. 
it was Johnny who I like vibed with right away from Love Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and speaking of real quick, like it's funny how we talked about all the shore. I sat down the other day and looked at it's half shore people and half not shore. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. So as much as this is a shore show, I didn't, re- I didn't realize that. Yeah, I mean, either. I like sat people. down. I was like, oh shit. But um, so Johnny, love show, you know, from America, like, you know, Love Island, a guy. Like we I so saw right away I vibed with him pretty good. Like we were chatting that first right on the beach at the beginning. Um, and then the one person who um I wasn't sure about was Joey. Um, he comes <laughs> off very cocky, you know what I mean? You know, you'll see more as the show goes on, but that was somebody who I was like, I don't, I don't know yet. Like we'll, we'll see. Um, but I, I, yeah, I need to get to know him more. That was my first impression. With me, I vibed with all the guys, like all of them. They were just a little bit, well, all the girls were really sweet. Um, Chloe was really sweet. Trina was really cute. Marina, but I'm, I guess I warm up easier when it's, like men because girls i don't know i guess we all just kind of think what are you doing here yeah yeah so that was just right off the bat i i really like johnny i really like blake i liked joey yeah yeah joey was nice to me Mm -hmm. i feel (laughs) like joey's nice to everybody yeah he's a nice yeah he's a very nice guy he just has a lot he loves himself yeah yeah that's one way to put it yeah he loves himself a lot <laughs> you'll see more of that yeah to come so so we we saw quite a bit of a connection like forming with you two last night like what was what was like your what was the first thing you noticed like going i guess into the villa the house and when did that kind of spark between you guys because there were a couple cute moments this week yeah they, yeah we definitely pretty quickly I would like, I remember being, so we were all in that like little cabana right there at the beginning. And I remember seeing her and being really excited. Cause I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, I think I'm going to be into this girl. Otherwise I was like, Oh man, I really am just here for the game. You know, so I didn't really vibe with anybody else, but what a tragedy. There was, a, there was a moment when I remember Johnny ran up next to her and started talking to her. And I got like a little like, Oh damn it. And I remember I went up on, on the stood on the couch yeah, yeah. kind of behind you and yeah, I ended up talking. Um, so I pretty quickly I was like, oh, like she's she's cute. And I don't know, something about you're like, like you're confident, but not in like an arrogant way. Um, so like I was like drawn to the, like your confidence. And there's that cute little arm guy. <laughs> that's what I wanted to tell. So that's sort of- well, it seemed like when she took when she unveiled herself to get in well, the hot tub, kind of yeah. like <laughs> well, then I already knew I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm getting in fully clothed if I have to yeah, at that point. But by then he was already giving me like the eyes. Oh, we would, we would, oh my God. and we were always found each other standing next to us, yeah, each other. And like, I remember during that, so that beer pong day or game was freezing cold out, like freezing. And I remember she would cuddle underneath my arm like this while we were standing perfectly. next to each other. Yeah. While we were standing next to yeah. each other. So just like cute little things. Like it kind of felt like it was like kicking in the shin on recess type thing. You know, it was like cute little yeah. things, but there was a big moment um when they said you know run to a raft right so it was like you're gonna pick your teammates and then they kind of hesitated and gee fucking i just (laughs) she just grabbed my arm yeah i literally just went and then you turn around you go i looked at her and i went like this yeah and she i could see in her face she was like damn it why did i do that my instincts like totally betrayed me like she put all the cards on the table right away she was like mine yeah um and then they were like when you grab a raft and then she let go and you're like okay Yeah. yeah but it was funny. I was like, oh, yes, she's into me. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, so there was there was actually quite a few that happened, quite a bit that happened the first, the first three days. You for sure. <laughs> you made out with another guy. So yeah, uh, yeah, I was, <laughs> <laughs> was going to say how awkward. Was, <laughs> like, oh, 
awkward with that? Because that's your teammate, number one. That's like that's your that's your partner throughout this show. And she just made out with both you guys in the hot tub, like within I don't know how was that like 30 seconds? Seconds. And I think last night you said you had your hand on her leg. I did. I was like (laughs) my hand on her leg. She just licked my neck. And I didn't want our first kiss to be. No, I get it. I really do. I do get it. And I said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I said the same thing. Yeah, Um, we both felt the same. But uh, I think it was just like it was day two, night two. Yeah, it was night two. So it wasn't like I was like fucking pissed off. You know what I mean? It was like we were still getting to know each other. It wasn't like it was like oh boy, we had this is over, fucker. You know, it wasn't like that at all. Um, We're pretty level-headed people. But it it did was like I was just kind of those moments of like. Well, fuck me. I thought she liked me. Like, yeah. Yes, she doesn't. Like, it was kind of one of those moments of like, well, okay, moving on. But I thought it was obvious that I liked you because I didn't kiss you. I thought it was obvious too. So <laughs> your tongue was down, Jason. <laughs> well, in my defense, they switched the rules on me. Like I didn't know, and they didn't show that after I kissed James, they go, Gigi, no, like you didn't have to kiss him, blah, blah. And I'm like, why didn't anybody tell me that when I was leaning in to kiss him? Like, you know, or while I was kissing him, no one said anything. And then afterwards, you can kind of, you can see my face in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah, she was like, like this. Yeah. And I was like, you guys. Because I was like, okay, I'm getting out of the hot tub. Yeah. I was like, I'm out of here. And then that night, he put me in the doghouse. I had to, like, I literally I went back to him. Like, it was just quiet. I was in one of those, like, don't make eye contact. Yeah, don't make eye contact. Yeah, you would not make eye contact with me. Oh, I'm so, it hurt me so much. But that's what I, that's. I'm honestly grateful that that happened because that just like fast tracked a lot for mm-hmm. me to be like, okay, it's Blake, like no doubt in my mind it's Blake. It's really interesting. Yeah. Because I wonder mm-hmm. what would have happened had you and James, like how much longer it would have taken us to get to where we right. Or if there would have been some drama that ensued, if it would have kept going. If we were mm-hmm. still like cat and mouse, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I think after that, it was just like, yeah, done is yeah, done. It was kind of funny, like the boys kind of like C blocked you a little bit. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And we really were only in there for like 30 yeah. seconds. I was so they excited. Come jumping in. They came jumping in. It's yeah. so funny. I was like, what the fuck? But I didn't realize they were in that room watching. You know, it's really yeah. cool to watch back. I mean, it's a lot like Paradise, I guess, or even probably Love is Blind, but like you see conversations happening that, you know, we did we had no idea that was, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So like yeah. that was like I had no idea about the Chloe making out with Karina. Like, I don't remember really? that at all. Her being like, am I a lesbian? Yep, I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Like, I didn't know. I don't remember any of that happening. I remember that because Karima is my, well, was my roommate. So she would tell me, she'd be like, yeah, me, Chloe. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. And then show is we, so you'll funny. see who she ends up with. <laughs> show is so funny. Which is really fun, actually. Give us more. No, 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 no. Just kidding. Just yeah. kidding. Won't get you guys in trouble. Oh, no, no. So, yeah, so going back to, like, even, like, that little awkward moment, like, it did seem, like, even, even like, the editing, the the production piece of it, it seemed like they did a fun twist on it. Like, even James had fun with it. He's like, yeah, I think I did my man a favor there. Yeah. And, he, and yeah. like, like, you just talked about, G, like, he kind of did. Like, you know, you got, you did a little, you, you sampled a little bit of both. And, like. <laughs> my neck tasted better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Like, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I agree. I, so, so far, we're, we're two episodes in. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we don't know how the show's going to be edited. Moving, You know what I mean? Moving forward right. before we had no, we didn't even, we're the OG season. So we have no idea what this show is going to look like finished product, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It's really cool to be like the first season of something, but it's also scary because we don't know what to expect. 
And so far, I fucking love the way the show's been edited. I think the tone has been set. They're doing a phenomenal yeah. job. Totally. They're showing, in my opinion, they're showing what Bachelor and Bachelorette show during credits or show as bloopers. Yeah. They're showing all that funny stuff. When we can't pronounce names, we can't fucking <laughs> the microwave, when we're yeah. falling down, like they don't, you know what I mean? They're showing the funny bloopers yeah. as part of the show. So right now I absolutely love what they've done with the show. In my like Connor Moran and you trying to speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, trying to Spanish. And, and there's been a couple times where they've stared right at the camera. It's like the office style. Like yeah. they're staring right at the camera and saying stuff. And like, I know there's moments where there's fights going on around me and I'd pull a gym and look at the camera and be like, what the fuck? So like they, they're they breaking that fourth wall, which I think it's about time a reality television show does that. They wanted to, that's what they told me. Yeah, that's what they told me too. Mm-hmm. They were like, we want to break the fourth wall. So yeah, pretty no, cool. I wish that they did that with Love is Blind too, because it's just, I was like, really? Like I cracked so many jokes yeah. and it was just, there was so many fun things that happened in between all this drama. And that's exactly what they're doing here. They're just literally making it so lighthearted and fun and mm-hmm. real in like the most unreal of scenarios, you know, like on a villa on top of a Canyon and you're doing like all these crazy like challenges. I feel like they did a really great job balancing that. Yeah. Out. So far so good. I'm, I'm happier than I thought I would be for sure. Me too. Yeah. So. We were very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just totally answered my next question. Cause I was going to ask <laughs> what you thought the, what the, your favorite differences was between the two episodes and the two worlds you guys come from mm-hmm. to the Viacom Paramount plus production. So, so I've talked about it a little bit and I'll touch base on it again. Cause oh, yeah. you know, I think we might have some new viewers for this episode, but the coolest thing, and I actually didn't know this when I signed the contract, cause I would have done it. Wouldn't it be, I would have been excited like you. I would have not even thought about it, but there was a ruling in the Supreme court in like the seventies or eighties oh. where for game shows, production cannot manipulate the, the contestants mm-hmm. because if a producer likes somebody in the contestant, they can help them win the money. And it happened back in the seventies or eighties, whenever it was. And so it's kind of crazy. They're literally not allowed to manipulate us because it, yeah. they, we can sue them because the outcome can be changed for the money that's on the line. So that is something completely different. We have confessionals. There aren't producers asking you questions. You it's sit in a, you just sit in a confessional and you just talk. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very, very different for me anyway, because production would every single interview, they would, ask questions that lead to a certain answer or lead to a certain outcome that they want. So very different in that, in that aspect. Yeah. No, from, I just, I never felt produced. No, never, ever felt produced. Yeah. And also I didn't feel any sort of pressure, even if they're like, there was so much like $150,000 on the line. And I never felt like I had to do like a certain thing. I just wanted to go out there and like give it my all and have fun. And that was just so refreshing because you don't get to experience that really in reality. I don't feel like they're always wanting something. And we were, we were, everybody was just so full of it that it just happened all naturally, you know? Mm -hmm. So they never like pulled us aside and said, okay, now you got to go do this. It was just like, nope, this is happening, you know? So it was just all very naturally progressed, which it it wrote itself, Mm -hmm. quote unquote. Yeah. So I can't let you leave without asking you what happened with you and Angelina in these first two episodes. Why does she just seem to like have a hatred towards you right now? <laughs> I don't know. I What did you I, do? <laughs> I didn't do a single thing to this woman. Um, I really just 
related it to my time on social media when people like trolls come at you for absolutely no reason. And either I triggered her by reminding her of somebody or made her feel some sort of way with like a joke or something, which I don't like, I, I don't know her. I wasn't ever trying to make her feel anything other than like, Hey, let's all have fun. But like at the end of the day, I really feel like she just came at me because I looked like an easy target to her, you know, probably just like a girl that likes to dress cute and is like talking to, you know, these guys and she doesn't like it. She thought that I was grimy (laughs) and really I'm just doing what every single person on that shore was doing, which was just getting to know everybody and having fun. But I think she just didn't like me. Yeah. And I think, I think I'll take responsibility for a little bit because I think Angelina was a little protective of me for whatever reason. So I think when the hot tub incident happened, she didn't like me before that. That was just her excuse to come at me even mm. harder. She was already like giving me shit. That might so, be my fault because I did tell Angelina, like, I was like, look out for my boy down there. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I have I had talked to Angelina here. We knew each other. Yeah. She was like a little protective of me and everything. Oh, so yeah. I think that was some of it. That triggered her even more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But keep watching. Um, some pretty crazy stuff happens. Uh, so keep watching. It's uh, definitely you're going to you're not going to expect what happens. You're yeah, just not. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm very I think proud. I think after watching the Jersey Shore last week, we know where Angelina's at currently. So <laughs> yeah. 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 And Angelina's gonna get a lot of you, screen time. We'll say that. Angelina's gonna get a lot of screen she, time. She clearly oh, had a lot going on in her personal life going into the show. Yeah. So like she probably like was just mentally just a wreck. Like she's probably saw a beautiful single woman. Like, God, I want to be doing this shit with these guys. That's what I was going to say, too. It's like, don't be mad at me because you're married and I'm not and I can have fun, but you can't. Well, and just like also like Angelina is Angelina. We've known Angelina. She's been on our TV for for 20 years. She makes phenomenal television. She She is a what I always say is she's like rough on the outside and then a teddy bear on the inside. Yeah. And so she, yeah, it takes, once you break through the barrier, but like, she's a, she's a tough girl. She is. She's yeah. a Jersey girl. She's yeah. a Jersey girl. You know, we've seen it. <laughs> I was honored that she came after me first. Yeah. <laughs> that is actually that yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah. if you're, if you're on the queen's radar first, like you're doing something right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. like if the haters hate you or anything, like, that's a good thing. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I even said it. I don't know if they'll show it, but I was like, ah, I'm pretty glad that it was me first. I don't know if anybody else would have handled it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's a crazy couple of days down there right off the bat. I mean, you, you saw me a couple of times being like, I'm not in Kansas anymore. I was no. pretty wide eyed, bushy tailed down there. So. I was surprised you didn't go with, we're not in Bailey. <laughs> a little smaller. Yeah. Well, I'm not at the mansion anymore. So, <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll we'll wrap up with this one. Uh, so so what do we have to look forward to as an audience um, for the? I guess there's eight more episodes to be released. So much, like I can't like yeah. even now watching this these first two episodes, like oh yeah, oh yeah, that happened. Oh yeah, that happened. Uh, a lot of drama, of course. Um, there's some things that even I'm not entirely sure that happened because I wasn't part of it, but. There are some big, big moments, I think, for some people down there that cause, I think, in my opinion, they changed the games a couple times yeah. because Adams. of what was happening. They was they had to, like, yeah, like, get little impromptu things and things like that because there was a lot that happened down there mm-hmm. um, that they were not expecting. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think you have that to look forward to. Um, and it, from what I've heard, you know, I've talked to a couple producers, it's funny, like, just more incredibly funny stuff that happened, yeah. like, the coolest thing about the show is like 
like you kind of said, it's we're not taking ourselves seriously. The show's not taking themselves seriously. It's just fun. We're making fun of each other. They're making fun of us as a production, you know, as editors. Like, and we're in on the joke. I think that's the coolest part. Is like we're in on it. Like we're just gonna have fun. Um, and we did some just ridiculous things ridiculous. down on that beach. Yeah, I think. Well, just you're just ridiculous. You're never gonna be bored ever. It's mm. not a boring watch at all. And you're really gonna fall in love with so many people on there. Um, and Every single challenge brings something new and every single reward brings something new and people get closer. People, you know, fall apart. And I think that just watching that dynamic progression of how there's like literal character arcs in just 10 episodes, um, apart from like all the craziness that's happening on the beach. That's just like really cool because you get to really like bond and see where people come from, especially because everyone's so different and like from all different parts of the world, I feel like you're never mm-hmm. going to feel like, you know, one way or the other, you're always going to feel like connected in some way, which is what we felt. That's why I'm saying that. I, I was going to talk about it. Diversity is amazing. And like, you guys are going to, Americans that are listening to this, like you're going to fall in love with some of these characters, some yeah. of these Brits and, and Creamy and Marina and just everybody, Ricardo, like it's so cool to see the, the funny cultural differences and the, um, and we all blend together. Yeah, I, I had a British accent by the yeah. time I was like that. We all had like the same weird ass lingo. Yeah, yeah. So you have a lot to look forward to. Put it that way, we have a lot to look forward to, and we're only two episodes in. We still got eight left. So every Wednesday, every Wednesday, guys, and Paramount Plus, guys, you get it anyway. The only the new season of Yellowstone is starting Paramount Plus. Everything for CBS MTV is moving to Paramount Plus. So you might as well buy it now. You know, look at that the- plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I was about to have to ask, like, so where can they find you guys? What do you guys <laughs> what do you guys work on? Well, you can find Blake on my Instagram half the time now. <laughs> my Instagram is my name, Gina Jabelli, my TikTok. Um, and he has his own personal mission to show all the dumb shit that I do when I don't want to. I I am gonna post all the funny stuff of her. So I feel and, and I hope you do like no for sure. Yeah, right. because like I think. You know, at least for me, you've had a bit of a public relationship. For me, I think, you know, I haven't had somebody who's like around 24-7 to like document me as, you know, like genuinely, you know. I already when did. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did on all those that fucking TikTok. Yeah. So like, yeah. So I think it's just gonna be fun to like show a side that people haven't really seen. So yeah, she's Jeanina Jabelli on Instagram, Balake.h on Instagram. Go follow her on TikTok. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeannie and Jabili on TikTok. And I'm blocking on TikTok, but I, I got to get better at that. <laughs> you know, I guess I, I do have actually actually two more things I just thought of while we were trying to wrap here. I'm horrible at this thing. So <laughs> I, I'm not good at leading. But like seeing you DJ last night was pretty cool on TV. How is that for you? Like yeah. actually do it? Because I've watched the challenge forever. And after every challenge, they always have the club scene. And to mm-hmm. see you actually DJing it was pretty damn cool. And especially because it was the old ass computer. And I bought yeah. you that, that whatever the, yeah, the, the what do they like, call they, that? Yeah, yeah, the logo. And I was like, that's our thing from three years ago. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny you say that because when they first reached out, you know, to for me to be cast on the show, they, they didn't know I DJed. You know what I mean? They didn't really know that was a passion of mine. But the second they found out, they were like, like like a light bulb they're like hell yes yeah. we'd love to get you on the show to dj and at first i was like okay gay but they just kept on it they were like what do you need from us what you know what kind of controller do you need all of this and i was like oh my god they're actually gonna let me dj on the show and then they let me three days in they let yeah, me yeah, like yeah. right away dj and i was like 
ABC would fucking never. Like ABC would never. Or or they would let me DJ and then take thirty percent of every DJ gig post show. So ABC would never. So that was something that was so cool about this show. It was like they're they really are letting us shine in our own ways mm-hmm. um, and incredibly supportive. So um, yeah, that was. That was pretty awesome. Huh? And there's more, there's there's some more to yeah. come uh, with all that, but it was really, really He was cool. DJ Blake for sure. Yeah, and everybody was like, that was my favorite. Everyone's thing. calling you DJ Blake. was like, DJ Blake. Because yeah. 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 he would play the best music. They had yeah. like this like little playlist and we'd be like, mm, and then. Yeah, like, that was while they were recording, right? Yeah, they had like pre-approved music and then they yeah. let me play for like 30, 40 minutes. And, you know, then everybody would be going nuts. So yeah, it was it was really, really cool for them. Yeah. And gee, I was going to ask too, because obviously Blake had his DJing moment with your fashion line. Were you able to wear your like original pieces there or no? No, I didn't have them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember we did the photo shoot in the snow. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. House, actually. Yep, yep. No, I would have though. But they did, um, you know, just encourage me to to wear whatever I wanted, and um, I feel like they definitely took care of me too because, like, Love Is Blind didn't have like hair and makeup or anything. This, like, they actually gave a shit if you looked good or not. Mm-hmm. Like with him, with his DJing, he, they wanted him to look good, mm-hmm. and I like got a little taste. I was like, okay, he's a he's a DJ. I'm like, all right, great. And then I get out into the real world and I'm like, oh shit, you're actually a real DJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> so, yeah. The bar was that low or anything. I thought you were great. Um, <laughs> but now I'm just traveling with you to most of your gigs now. And it's just like, yeah. it's great to just see you like grow and, like in your skill set and yeah. your craftsmanship. I really enjoy it. Um, and do you guys want to show off the rings, by the way, since you're in <laughs> All right. Let me just put it well, here. This, I just got it, I don't know, from Etsy. This, it's my mom's from Venezuela like 20 years ago. This is from a brand partnership, brand partnership, brand partnership. This is the only ring because I have fat fingers that it fits in. And then my dad gave me this one. But maybe <laughs> keep writing articles. <laughs> but I didn't Blake, know I was talking about this before. No. <laughs> Blake's not wearing his today, so... <laughs> Oh, keep watching one, keep you? watching <laughs> all right well thanks for joining us guys that was fun yeah, that it's was been fun. a long time first interview our first podcast nailed it that was horrible that was, that was worse there we yeah. go <laughs> man maybe my name's gonna be in the publications now <laughs> uh cool cool well thanks for listening guys and uh yeah we'll have We'll have Gion probably quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. we're going to have to do this every week and recap your episodes now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, watch All Star Short. We're streaming now on Paramount Plus. Thanks for listening to Behind the Rose Podcast. It would mean the world if you could leave a rating and a review and follow the podcast to be notified of new episodes every Wednesday. Plus, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow each of us, me at Malake.h and Eric at E.Brad56. And remember, don't believe everything you see on TV. It's not all sunshine and roses. <laughs>